This podcast is brought to you by the Western Women's Business Center. The Women's Business Center has served as a catalyst for the success of women entrepreneurs in the mountain region since 2014. Their mission is to meet the needs of women entrepreneurs through one-on-one business coaching, workshops, and access to capital. Their team of experts offer support on a range of topics small businesses need to start and grow. They are a program of Carolina Small Business Development, which is a statewide nonprofit CDFI with a mission to foster economic development in the state of North Carolina. For more information, please visit our website at www.bcnc.org or reach out to Laura Ford at lford at carolinasmallbusiness.org. The other benefit that I love from this business is the networking. Um, you know, I attend so many classes at, uh, you know, Western Women's Business Center, and they're so generous with their time, you know, whether they do it online or not. I attend a lot of the Small Business Center down in Blue Ridge Community College. I'm a member of the Fletcher Area Business Association. And any time that I can network, I do. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the African American Business Association's podcast or the AABA podcast, sponsored and brought to you by the Western Women's Business Center. This is season one, episode 12, with my special guest, Ms. Claudia Defoe. Uh, she, she is the CEO and owner or co-owner, and she will get into her story a little more about that, of Sweet Abode Artesian uh, Soap. It was started eight years ago where most soap businesses start in the kitchen. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, she is Claudia and the owner of Sweet Abode Artesian uh, Soap. Back in 2014, she knew she was going to retire in a few years. While the idea of retiring from an office job was intriguing, she also knew she had to do something. And she was passionate about, uh, you know, she had to do something that she was passionate about after she retired. She loved handcrafted soap. Her daughter, Amy, wanted to grow lavender, uh, so perfect. She would make uh, soap from the lavender, and of course, uh, it wasn't that easy. But again, we're going to let her get into her story, so welcome, Claudia. Hi, Jason. How are you doing? (laughs) I am doing wonderful. I'm blessed. I'm I'm, I'm happy to be above ground and looking down (laughs) at it instead of up at it. That's true. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for being um, our guest. And I know that I did not uh, spotlight you as best as uh, you could. So if you would, <laughs> you know, please just let us know, you know, who you are and what you do. Okay. Uh, I'm Claudia DeFowle. And uh, like Jason said, we started Sweet Abode about eight years ago. And I was still working at an accounting firm. And it was a large one. So I had about 120 guinea pigs. And... We started, uh, you know, making it in the kitchen. Then we ran out of room in the kitchen. We moved it to the porch and finally down to the basement. And uh, I retired probably about three years ago. And before that, I spent the time, you know, learning as much as I could about the soap making business. People go into 
like soap making or any kind of thing like that. And they think, oh, it's really easy, but they don't realize it's not just making soap. You have to know how to do marketing. And if you can't afford a photographer, you've got to learn to take pictures of your products and you've got to learn the bookkeeping and you've got to learn all the government regulations. Uh, I've found that I spend more time uh, working on my labels, making sure that they meet FDA regulations than I do making soap. So, um, wow. you, you know, it, it's uh, it's not just a, a thing of throwing a table up at a craft show and having your stuff there. There are a lot of regulations that, uh, while, um, you know, we... I belong to the Handcrafted Soap and Cosmetic Guild. And what they do is they advocate for small business owners uh, that make candles and, and do soap making and lotions and things like that in Washington so that the restrictions don't become too prohibitive that the small soap maker or small business owner can't survive. You know, so we're, it's a very large industry. There's some so many talented, talented people that that make soap and bath and body products. And, um, you know, there's so much to learn. So I took those years before I retired to learn everything I could about the craft and make it just exactly like I wanted it. And um, the business has really expanded in the last year due to the fact that my husband retired too and he is sort of taking over um, maintaining the inventory. And he's much better at putting labels on than I am. I I'm like have astigmatism and everything, and I can't get a label on straight to save myself. So that's where he comes in. Um, okay. But, you know, that that's sort of where we started um, when... I, you know, Amy said she was going to make lavender. I envisioned lavender buds on top of soap and in the soap and everything. And I quickly found out that it, when lavender buds come off of the soap, they look like mouse poop. So I decided that we were not going to have lavender buds on top of the soap. So it's little things like that that you find out along the way <laughs> that uh, make life interesting. You know, every day is a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, with with that being said, you know, as far as the business and really coming from um, – the I guess uh, from the retirement, you know, not wanting to do. How has the business been for you? Like, what has been, you know, your your successes, your joys uh, with your business? Well, anytime about anyone buys a bar of soap, that, that I do happy dance. I mean, it, it's just to have someone say, "Yes, I want your soap," and if they come back and buy it again, I get really excited. Then, um, so for me, we are in four stores, and this has just happened in the last year and a half. Uh, and they're all up north: ones in Weaverville, Burnsville, Bakersville, and Blowing Rock. Wow! And uh, so then. Uh, you know, those were going really well. And so then I found a partner that I'm making products for and she sells it in her store under her label, which is, is really great. And she's expanding like crazy. And then I thought, well, you know, maybe we should try doing some of the craft shows. And uh, some of them have been ones I probably won't go back to, but other ones have been really good. And as far as getting your name out and giving people a place 
that they can buy your products. It's really good. We really choose to make, um, when I, when I did retire, we had taken the whole bottom floor of our house and made that into the soap manufacturing part, a small retail area and the office where we have the photography, you know, all set up and everything, the lights and all that, that we can take pictures of our products. And we did that intentionally so that we would have everything we could do to succeed in the business. And I didn't want to open up a retail store. I mean, I just got out of working eight to five. <laughs> I didn't want to go back and do that, but um, we find it works really well, what we're doing, you know, uh, putting it in shops, selling it wholesale, uh, going to craft shows. Of course, we have our online website that people can order off of. So it it's sort of been like, well, let's just do something and see what it works. And if it doesn't work, we won't do it. So it, it's been kind of fun, you know, um, it, both Bill and I really felt that if we didn't do something to keep us busy, then we would end up, you know, watching Days of Our Lives or something, whatever. <laughs> Still coffers on. And, and I just couldn't do that. The other benefit that I love from this business is the networking. Um, you know, I attend so many classes at, uh, you know, Western Women's Business Center. And they're so generous with their time, you know, whether they do it online or not. I attend a lot of the Small Business Center down in Blue Ridge Community College. I'm a member of the Fletcher Area Business Association. And any time that I can network, I do because I meet the most fascinating people. I mean, people that are entrepreneurs, they are, they're, they're part crazy and part the most fascinating people in the world. They really are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, so as you stated, as it relates to you and your husband uh, doing this, how has that, you know, been with um, and, and your it sounds like a family business, you know. So how has that been with your family? Like, you know, what is the what is the joy? What has been some of the challenges, you know, well, doing it as a family business? Yeah. If you ask Bill, the one big challenge is having me as a boss. You know, I, I think someday <laughs> that I need to re write notes of apologies to every boss I've ever had. Because <laughs> it's like, I, I feel like, oh my gosh, I was such a horrible employee. But, you know, it's like I had really great bosses and everything. And so that worked. But the challenge is, is sort of um, not taking advantage of Bill in the fact that I'm so familiar with who he is and everything and just kind of feeling that I can unload on him and not treat him like somebody that's, you know, helping me. So, you know, we've had a few discussions about Gee, you know, uh, maybe if I were a little gentler, you know, when he does things. Yeah. But other than that, it's so fabulous working with him because he has so many good ideas. You know, I'll say, you know, we really need some place to store the packaging because, um, you know, people think, oh, it's all the ingredients and everything that take up room. Well, let me try tell you, you try and store thousands of bottles and boxes and things like that it takes up a lot of room. So he, he built me a storage unit where we can put all the packaging and it's not in the porch, in the, in the office, you know, it was, it was a big relief, but he is one of those people that if you have a situation, he can make it work for you. And, yeah. uh, 
it's a lot easier doing craft shows and things like that if you have two people, especially hauling around tents and things like that. It's a lot of work. It really is. Somebody thinks, oh, this is just going to be fun. Uh, you know, at six o'clock at night when it's cold and windy and rainy and you're trying to load up a tent and everything, it is not fun. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. I would um, imagine so. Um, so you, you mentioned something um, as, you know, the Western Women's Business Center. You know, how has, I, I guess, your relationship with them, how has that impacted your business? Well, I, I tell you what, they, every class that I attended, um, and, you know, you've got Blaine Greenfield that did marketing for us. You've got um, Aisha Adams that she came in and told us how to do campaigns. Jessie from Asheville T, she came in and talked about her branding. You came in and talked about leadership and, and things like that. Uh, every time I attend the, the workshops, um, you know, you've got Sarah Benoit that she is just a genius at websites and everything. So anything that you need to start your business, you just start off with them. Right now, I am working with Laura Wagenheit. I probably messed up her name. She's coaching me on like, all right, this is how you write your business plan. This is what we need to know and things like that. So no matter how small or how big you want to make your business, there's somebody there to help you. And, you know, the, the nice thing it is that no charge to you. And like I, I said before, the people that you meet, whether they work for Western Women's Business Center or they're just the people that are taking classes, some of them have become my best friends. And a lot of them I do business with. So, it, you know, it is it, it's just amazing the resources that are available for someone wanting to get into a business uh, that needs some guidance because there are so many things you don't realize that have to happen to make that business really successful. We're lucky in, in Asheville that we sort of, it, it's almost hard to fail at a business here. Asheville is, is so vibrant and so supportive of businesses that, um, you know, you can come up with a good idea and if you can make it work and, and there's always somebody to help you along. So I think uh, Western Women Business Center is fabulous. They've got really good people and, um, you know, it, it's like you can't go wrong if you're looking to start a business. Very good. So now with all that you have done and have learned and your experiences being an entrepreneur and doing it with, uh, you know, your family and then uh, being a part with the Western Women's Business Center, you know, if, if you could, um, with your journey, what would you tell your younger self about, you know, the business and entrepreneurship? I would tell myself, don't wait till I retire. Do this when you were younger. It was going to work. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like, don't wait. Um, it, Yes, you have to have some financial stability, but while you're working, you can put everything into place like I did. I mean, it was just happened that, um, you know, after I had bought all the equipment I needed and put everything in place, had the website, and I did that while I was working, but I could have done that 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Maybe I might not have known as much as I know now, but the thing is, it's like you don't have to wait. There are resources out there. 
that will help you grow the business. What you have to do is say, okay, this is my business. This is my livelihood. I'm going to learn everything I can about it. I mean, you have no idea um, how many YouTube videos that I watched on soap making and, you know, the number of people that I follow because there are, like I said, there are extraordinary soap makers out there that it's not going to, um, yeah, you'll make some mistakes and I've had to throw away a few batches of soap, but after you get the hang of it, you know how to fix any problems and you know what you want that soap to come out like, or you know what the lotion you want it to come out like. And, and it's like, for me, my biggest problem is not chasing after every shiny thing that people say, oh, let's make this or this make that, you know, focus on maybe uh, a few products that you can do really well and then add them if you think that they are going to uh, sort of enhance your production or they will go with it or, um, you know, but but just be real particular about what you decide to make and just make it the best you absolutely can. Learn what you can about branding because packaging and branding is everything. Um, you know, it, it's like I have changed my labeling so many times to upgrade it so that it, it's like, this is good. This is what I want it to be to represent me. So you find out what you want and then, um, do that <laughs> very good very good um before we close this out i want to give you the opportunity to share with um our audience you know anything uh, about you that or about your business that you want um you know our audience to know that i may not have um asked you already is there anything else that you would like for our audience to know uh about you and or your business well, uh, the 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 pathway that we're trying that we're sort of trying to go down now is offering services to vacation rental owners and um, bit, um, yeah Airbnbs uh, that would give them a locally made product. Yeah, and that it would be, we would be able to put a fragrance or a scent in it that when those people leave there, they're going to say, I remember my vacation because it smelled like this and it was so good. Because when I go on vacation, I look for the amenities that is like, wow, I really, really like this. The other thing that we have is we have a line of products made for outside outdoors we have a solid shampoo bar and conditioner if you're going camping and you don't have to carry all the shampoo bottles we've got a bug repellent that is made with all essential oils we've got it in a spray and a lotion we've got it on carabiners um, we've got all these things that are really geared for outdoors and we want to sort of go down that way uh, looking at rv parks and campers and and people that are always out because I have a very active family that they're always outside. And so anything that I have made, I have made because they ask for it. The other thing that really gets me excited is I want to start teaching soap making and sort of the business of soap making. Um, and, 
you know, bath and body products. It's, it's not just soap. You've got your lotions and you've got your body butters and, and everything that goes with that. And it's all formulating. And that's what I want to teach. So that's the direction I'm heading in is that I want to add that to sort of the repertoire down the road. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. You know, I was wondering that as well as like, how often do you, when you go on vacation, uh, you replace the soaps and, and the, the body washes with your own when you go to the hotels. <laughs> well, it depends on how good theirs are. I have yeah. uh, I have picked up amenities that I have researched and found out what the fragrance is made up of and duplicated yeah. that. It's like, I want this in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so how can people uh, reach you and order your products and, and your services? Okay, well, we were we are online at um, sweetabodesoap.com, and that is also for Facebook and Instagram at sweetabodesoap. Uh, and you can order either on Instagram or uh, Facebook, and uh, you can order on Google. So if you look us up on Google at Sweet Abode Artisan Soap, it'll take you to our page, and you can order pay- our uh, products right off of there. We um, have free shipping for anything over $50. And if you live in the Asheville area and want to pick up your your products, um, you can certainly come by here. And, of course, I will let you see all of our products. And nobody comes here and leaves without more than they came for. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, thank you so much, Miss Claudia DeFowl of um... – you know, the, the your, your your business there. And uh, we definitely, definitely um, appreciate uh, everything of who you are and, you know, what you do. And uh, definitely are, are grateful for you being our guest today. And, you know, just, just know that the door is open uh, for you to come back and be our guest some more. And of course, you know, we're looking forward to seeing what great things that Sweet Abode Artisan <laughs> Soap is going to be doing uh, for, you know, um, our our community. Okay, that's great. And thank you for having me on and, and uh, for the Western Women's Business Center uh, for putting this on. I appreciate it. It gets the more people I can talk to, the better off it is. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you for enjoying another episode of the African American Business Association or AABA podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast using platforms like Apple or Spotify.